everyone, it's Pastor Mike Adkins, and I want to welcome you to Next Steps, where the teaching pastors of Grace Church help you focus on taking a next step in your spiritual life. If you're not listening there already, I invite you to take a moment to download the free Grace app. It's the best place to hear and share messages and to get connected with what's going on here in the life of our church. Just search Grace Church Orlando in your app store or head to discovergrace.com forward slash app to find it. Pastor Clint Harrison and Pastor Grant Nixon and I hope that these podcast conversations will help you take your next step toward Christ. Hey guys, welcome to Next Steps, the podcast that helps you take your next step toward Christ. I'm here with Pastor Clint. How's it going? And Pastor Grant. Yep. And this is season two of the season podcast. Two. Here we go. Still rolling. It's still rolling. This is season two and this is week two. And today we're going to be looking at social media, just like we did last week. Yeah. We talked a little bit about social media last week. And one of the big ideas that we put forth was that we don't have like an online life and a real life. We just have real life. That's right. So what we don't want to happen is we don't want to have a digital double life. That's in right. other words, pretending to be one person online and pretending to be another person in real life. We want those two people to be the same people because that's the person God created you to be. And so last week we talked a little bit about responsibility in posting Mm -hmm. online. And one of the things that we said about that was it's very important for us to know that our witness is dependent upon our words, not just in real life, but also the words that we type on the internet and words that we forward as well. And so right now, what we're going to do is we're going to look at that in a little bit of a greater depth. So again, week two, we're talking about posting with wisdom. I don't know what you guys, but I see a lot of posting, but I don't always see a lot of posting with wisdom. (laughs) And so I think we came up with some statistics that we can look at right now that talk about the power of social media. We're communicating a lot right now. And that's why it matters, right? That's why our witness matters online, because we're using a lot of words. We're communicating in a lot of different ways. Uh, Yeah, we found out uh, that there are 1.62 billion users visit Facebook daily. Wow. Daily. Wow. That's how many are on there daily. And on average, there are 4.75 billion items shared by Facebook users every day. It's crazy. 4.7 billion are shared. So we are communicating and we are communicating a lot. And so think about that, that the scriptures tell us in Proverbs 18, 21, that the tongue has the power of life and death. And so our words have the power of life and death. And now we are communicating words probably more. We're communicating more than probably any generation before us, Absolutely. right? Any any group right. of people before us in history. And so what a responsibility. Yeah, that's right. And it's really interesting too. I mean, the Bible says also about words, it says where many words are present, sin is not absent. Mm, yeah. You know, and so one of the, if you will, the kind of biases of the Bible is that we're supposed to be fewer in words and greater in listening. Yeah. I think it's important for us to recognize that that's not always how we kind of walk through this life. Right. I mean, we are right now communicating extensively. In fact, there's a relationship between how much we communicate and how valuable people in the culture see us right now. I think about not just um, Facebook or Instagram, but I also think about new emerging technologies like TikTok, which is You're you know, always a video on the cutting platform. edge, Pastor Mike. That's one of the things I love about <laughs> you. It's true, man. <laughs> you know me. And uh, TikTok's a basically like 15-second videos that people do, and they can be really profound things. I've seen There's actually a thing called Christian TikTok where people share the gospel 
gospel and it's, it's powerful. We live now in a world no more where we have to go to someone else to get their opinion. They That's come right. to us in our family rooms, in our living rooms, in our bedrooms, in our offices, in our workspaces, even in our worship environments. Yep. Think about our reach, for example. I mean, That's the right. reach that we have, like going out. You think about, just, just think about when Jesus's earthly ministry in that three years, who heard his words? And that, and that earthly ministry, the people who could physically get close enough to hear those words. Well, that's, that's who right. heard those words. But now you and I can pull out our phones. We can type up a status update and send it out into the world. We can put it on a platform that has 1.62 billion people using it that's right. every single day. So and the so, likelihood is tons of people are going to see that. They yeah, can. Instantly. They absolutely can. Clint, yeah. you had that experience. Actually, Gene, your yeah. wife had that experience. Yeah, so years ago, this is like three, four years ago, my wife was blogging and she posted a, a post called Mommy Wars. It went viral and she had a million hits in like a couple of weeks. And it was just crazy, like just the extent and the reach. And she realized, man, what I say it matters. Yes. And like how we live this out on the platform of social media matters. It it matters what words we use, what words we don't use, how much we say, how little we say. It, it matters a ton as disciples and followers of Christ. Can we go back to that Proverbs 18:21 verse for a yeah, second? Sure. The tongue has power of life and death, mm. you know? When we think about that, we think, well, this is certainly imagery that Jesus or that the Old Testament is using for um, the purpose of showing us some great wisdom. But the reality is, this is more than just imagery that he uses. Our tongues actually have the power of life and death. Mm. I mean, one of the things that we see right now happening in social media, and we're talking about trying to post wisely yeah. to paint a beautiful picture, because last week, one of the things we talked about was story. Right. Everything that we're doing is presenting a story. But some of the young people who are on social media right now have been just brutalized by other people on social media. And as a result, they have, I mean, they've done everything from fallen into depressions and anxieties, mm. and, and some people have even taken their lives. Mm. Yeah. And so the Bible is very, very true when it says your tongue actually has the power of life and death. We have a young man in our church, his name is Elijah Lamb, and Elijah has 600,000 followers on TikTok. He is constantly preaching the gospel. Well, HBO did a uh, show on him the other day talking about you know the young people yeah. in America who are actually preaching the gospel in the face of a decline in Christianity across America. And I felt like they were super fair to him. They didn't make him look stupid or silly or anything like that. But afterwards, when they put it on YouTube, the comments were fiercely against him yeah. um, until people started taking up for him. But that's kind of fairly status quo for what takes place out there right now. People are very mean and people are very harsh sometimes in their criticism critiques. How do we respond to that? How do we live? How do we live with that? That's a kind of criticism that people and generations before us never even understood. Yeah, for sure. And the good news is, even though we're in a brand new world, even though this is all this this is all new to us, these are the the technology is always evolving. Communication is still communication, right. right? And so the the scriptures are very clear with with all kinds of wisdom to help us communicate well, yes. to help us communicate life to people, right. to help build people up rather than tear them down. Um, Which and should so, be our goal, right? Oh, one hundred percent. Yep, one hundred percent should be our goal. And so so if we could, let's let's look at a couple of scriptures and and try to apply those to social media, and we'll see. We'll see what that that looks like. Um, let me read a couple. Let me read a couple, and then we'll, we'll, we'll go Fantastic. to it. Psalm 34, 13 says, Keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. And Jesus says in Matthew 5, 37, Let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. Anything more than this is from the evil one. And so one of the things that makes us think is, is what we're posting, is what we're saying, is it true? Yeah. And, and maybe a question beyond that is, can you even know it's true? If we're going to talk about being responsible, 
You know, yeah. are we are we putting things out there that we don't know are necessarily true and maybe can't know, and that's, yet we still post it? That's right? right. I think there was a much stricter standard in days gone by for journalistic sourcing sure, of, yeah. of right. stuff. But I also think there's a personal responsibility for journalistic sourcing for many of us. And this has been a frustration of mine, to be honest with you. I've looked at people's social media pages and the stuff. I mean, these are people I love, people I, I think are, are wonderful folks, but sometimes they will forward conspiracy theories about the opposite party to which they do not adhere to. Right? Right. Or they'll forward something on. And the Bible says that God hates a lying tongue. But I think for many of us, we just think, here's the greater good. My party looks better. Uh, this other party looks worse. We'll mm. win the election. They won't win the election. But that kind of utilitarian thinking is not what we do biblically. We are not means to the ends kind of people. In other words, yeah. we don't believe that the ends justifies the means. Right. Our job is actually to tell the truth. And there's no faith in that. There's no there's faith, no faith in, that. in that. That's no. you saying, yeah. I've got the best, I've got the strongest move right here. That's I've right. got the biggest punch I'm going to land, right. right? Now, forget Which your punch. Which doesn't feel very Jesus. No. And then, no. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. And then you read the scriptures and you're like, oh, that's because it's not Jesus. That's you're winning the does. argument instead of the person. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. I heard yeah. that in a sermon. Yeah. It was a great <laughs> sermon. It was a good <laughs> sermon. Yeah. Proverbs 15, 28 says, the heart of the godly thinks carefully before speaking. Can I say it a different way? Man, that's The heart of the godly thinks before forwarding, thinks before posting, thinks before commenting on somebody else's post. Is what you're saying true? Can you verify it? I mean, I love what Pastor Mike said. Like, just stop for a minute. Is what you're forwarding and posting and thinking and and just carrying out, is it true and do you know it? Yeah. Do you know that yeah. it's true? Sometimes people actually uh, forward things that they know are not true. Yeah. Because again, I think it serves and ends. Um, but the means is very important. You know, how you get somewhere is just as important as where you arrive. And I mean, there's a there's a word of warning from Jesus that is yes. bone chilling that says in Matthew 12, he says in verse 36, I tell you that every careless word, so every careless post, every careless tweet, mm-hmm. every careless forwarded email that people speak shall be given an accounting for it in the day of judgment. We'll answer for that. We'll answer for that. Yeah. I mean, that right there, like, I'm not telling you go delete your social media account, but like, maybe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I it's mean, sobering, only if you don't though. want severe judgment. <laughs> <laughs> only if you don't want. But, but I mean, it's, it's, it's that serious. Yeah. Like our words. If, you don't if, hear God talk like that a lot. No. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a very intense saying that he just gave. Yeah. Life and death are in the tongue. When we talk about the stakes are high, what do we say the highest stakes? Life and death stakes. That's what we're talking about, right? And so if life and death are in our words, if yeah. we can build people up, if we can bring people together, or if we can tear them down, That's right. if we can take their their life away, take their will to live away, take their right. take their confidence away, or the right. dignity that God put in them of making them an image bearer, then then it makes sense that Jesus would say, you'll answer for this. That's right. You'll answer for your social media posts, right? I've always been convicted by uh, the first chapter of James because of what we do for a living, which is we stand before people and say, mm. thus saith the Lord. But look at what James chapter 1, verse 26 says, if you claim to be religious, but you don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself and your religion is worthless. That's convicting because I think for us, words come fairly simple. They come easy. Right. Yeah. Sure. In other words, yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah, I word good. We do work good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We we be yeah I we're good at that. Good. We be good. So, 
we'd be good at that. So anyway, all that to say that even though we're good with our words, sometimes your great strengths can be your weaknesses as well, sure. right? Because you can color things a certain way, or you can shade the truth, or you can... James says, how can cursing and blessing come out of the same mouth? That's, mm. right. That's a hard teaching, but the idea is the same on social media. How do we bless instead of curse? How do we live in such a way that our words build people up and not tear people right. down? Right. Because it seems like the scripture says that you're going to be judged for that. Like That's a big deal. And so now, because we have the ubiquity of the internet and everything's around us all the time, and it's just so easy, you can pop on any second and talk to thousands and thousands of people. It's more and more important today to think about that than ever before. I mean, we should be focusing on the positive of what we can accomplish more than anything else. I mean, the scriptures tell us gracious words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul, healing to the bones. Mm, yes. I mean, what if that, that was our baseline before you post anything? Is this healing? To people, yeah. is this going to be like sweet to them? And I mean, even don't you think that would change everything? Oh my goodness, yeah. it would change yeah. everything, wouldn't it? It would change everything. Is this? And and when I say when it, when it says healing to the bones, I'm talking about to the people who disagree with you. Yeah, to the people on the right. other side of this. Like, are your words are they sprinkled with with grace? Like, are they going to are they going to help people or not? Right. If it's not going to be a gentle answer, if yeah. it's not going to be as Ephesians four says, as we've preached through already, has says we shouldn't let unwholesome talk come out of our mouths. Only what is helpful for building up others according to their needs. So that's the benefit to those who listen. That's right. Are your words beneficial? Right. Is it going to is it going to build people up? Is it going to bring healing? Last yeah. week we talked about the fact that sometimes our words, especially harsh words, are actually a bad strategy for accomplishing what we want to accomplish. Mm, that's right. We th- sometimes think that our hard words are actually what softens people's hearts and make them open to the gospel. When reality is, is they close people's hearts. Right? right. I mean, when was the last time you insulted someone or someone insulted you and you thought, man, I really want to hang out with you? No. That's why in a, in a message recently I said you can win the argument or you can win the person. The person is the better long-term strategy because down the road yeah. in relationship, I can show you you know, the life of Jesus. If we're speaking right now in such a way where we're so focused on just winning an argument or getting our point out, there's so many people that think, I've just got to get my point out. No, you don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Yeah. I mean, Jesus didn't speak sometimes. I mean, sometimes he was asked questions directly by Herod or Pontius Pilate, and he just sat silently, you know? Yeah. And the reason for that was because the questioning that was taking place was not real questioning. They weren't looking for knowledge. They were looking for a fight. Right. And whenever you engage in a fight without the purpose of redemption behind it, you miss the whole point. Right. If you are listening and going, this is so convicting, like that's me and I am Matthew fifteen eleven. It's not what goes in your mouth that defiles you. You are defiled by the words that come out of your mouth. And you're sitting here going, man, I do this all the time. And I'm thinking about me and I'm not presenting a better picture. I'm wanting to win the argument and not the person. There's grace for you too. And so while we're hammering out these verses and we're guilty of them in our hearts as well, and maybe even our actions at times, and that we need to repent and say, God, I'm sorry, and there's grace for you that Jesus died for you in your place and and That's covers right. your sin. And so if you're listening and going, man, I do this, I feel so hopeless, don't. There, there's still hope for you, and you can respond like what Pastor Mike was talking about. This this teenager who's got a TikTok, 
you know, he's using it for the glory of God. Now you can be transformed in the renewing of your mind. That's and right. you can, instead of being conformed to the world, now you're being transformed and you're going to know the good and perfect will of God. And you can exercise that in your social media. Now, now you can use it, your posts, your comments, your responses, and they're going to go, man, you're so much kinder. You're so much gentler. That's right. You're so much more loving. Like, yep. oh my gosh, what has changed? Jesus changed me. That's he right. forgives me. He loves me. And I want to be loving and forgiving to others as well. That's a great point. Great and, point. and it's also true. I love what you just said there. You're kinder. You're more gracious. We're not talking about your social media needs to be all Bible verses. Right. No. We're not talking yeah. about like every post no. is is just like, let me post the, the latest sermon or whatever from Pastor Grant, or maybe I'll tweet the latest quote from Pastor Grant, or maybe I'll listen to the latest song that Pastor Grant wrote. You know, all the things that people Dear do Lord. on all their social media. But Lord. we're not talking about <laughs> turning your social media into Grace Church's social media. That is not what we're talking about. We're talking about Loving your neighbor as yourself. That's right. We're talking about painting a more beautiful picture by being, as Clint just said so brilliantly, as being the kinder person, That's right. the more gentler person. You know, right? and that, going back to our strategy thing, because I'm just definitely a kind of person who like wants to do what works. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. don't like doing things that don't work. Sure. And the strategy in, in Proverbs um, 15, 1, this is a beautiful passage. And I think it's, it's you know, gosh, Proverbs is just filled with such wisdom. That's why it's wisdom literature. This is what it says. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. What he's basically saying right there is like when you're in a conflict with somebody or somebody comes at he, with you with heat, <laughs> right. a gentle answer calms them down. If you come back with heat, guess what? It's going to get hotter in the room. I always told my boys when they're walking around, you've got water in one hand. And you've got gas in the other. And when you go into a conflict, you can either pour water on that conflict or gas on that conflict. And so the better thing to do is to say, you know what, I'm going to provide a kind word in this moment. And when I was counseling, and especially marriage counseling in the past, it's just very clear those, those moments of breakthrough, they don't come when two people are claiming their rights. They don't come when two people are running at each other full speed with energy. They come when one person goes, man, I can see why you feel that way. Mm. All of a sudden in the room, the other person who's filled with this and amped up, they just, they just drop. You can physically see it in their bodies. They just drop, you know, they're like, okay, so you're not coming at me right now. And it just seems like what's happening in our world today in social media, especially is that people are constantly carrying around fire. And let's talk about something that's kind of hidden here. That's really important for us to understand as we think about social media, there are incentives for people to be angry on the internet, yeah. incentives to carry around gasoline. And yeah. that is more views, more clicks, more observers. And that's translating and sometimes more money. Yeah. And that translates into personal value for yeah. people. And so the question becomes for us as followers of Jesus, are we going to get our personal value from being destroyers of the that's culture? Right. Or are we going to be um, get our value from being builders? Of our, yeah. of our culture. And, and people wear that as a badge of honor. They do. You know, and, and they think like, look, look at how, look at how upset the, the other side is because they know they're wrong. Right. Right. And they wear it as a badge of honor, but, but it shouldn't be for us. I love the scriptures that we've explored today and I love everything we've shared. I feel like one we've already quoted could kind of be the, our goal for this. I love James 3.10, blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Like, may that not be said of us any longer. May we choose, and we can make a choice with our social media now. We can choose. Is it going to be blessing? When people read our posts, when people see what we forward, will it bless people or will it be a curse? Mm -hmm. Will it turn away wrath or will it stir it up, right? Will it bring healing to them or will it tear them apart? 
And I think one of the most important things for us to realize in making that choice is that when we choose to make the choice to build other people up, we're doing that for an audience of one. Mm, We're doing that for God because that's what God would have us do. When we are tearing down the world around us so that we can gain fame or popularity or approval even, then we've really lost our sense of direction because it's ultimately going to be vapid. It's ultimately going to be more harmful in the long run. There's a principle here that I think we could, that we could hold on to as we, right before we're getting ready to, you know, post or, or do anything online, Ephesians 4, 29, it says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths. Unwholesome. That doesn't just mean like that you can't swear or something like that. Although, you know, that's, that's not necessarily something that we desire or aspire to do. Unwholesomeness is the kind of thing that tears someone down. That's right. The brokenness. Don't let broken talk come out of your mouth. That's what, that's what that means, right? Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only that which is helpful for the building up of others according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. I love the qualifier there. Let's build stuff up. Let's help them, but it's according to their needs, right? So we meet other people in social media where they are, not where we think they should be, which Mm -hmm. is one big problem that people have today as they interact with other people. I need to come and say, what is the deepest need of Grant? You need to go, well, like, what is the deepest need of Mike? Not, let me tell you what I think you should think. We build these networks in social media of echo chambers, right. and we build it with people Great who point. agree with us. And so we just I get out there. I agree with that hundred percent. Thank you, Clint. Agree, or you're out of my echo uh, chamber. I'm out. Man. All right. Can you turn his mic off? Thank you very much. And so then we feel this freedom to I can say whatever I want because all these people uh, agree with me, right. and it becomes very, very, and, and it's very like egocentric, and it's very about you. And so I, what a game changer yep. to think that. What I need to be considering is not what I think needs to be said, but what you need from me. What do you need from me? What would help build you up? Which, by the way, guys, can I say is like not easy? No. When so I didn't have a Facebook when I came to uh, to Grace. I had uh, closed it, and then I got here, and everybody's like, "Hey, everybody at your campus is on Facebook," and I was like, "Cool." So I got back on Facebook, and and so basically all the friends that I have on there are connected to the church in some way, and so that's our primary relationship. And so what that means is people post stuff on there that I do not agree with. People post stuff on there that I think is hateful. And then I'm like, I can't believe they said that. What this principle says right here in Ephesians 4 from what you just said, Pastor Mike, it means that when I read that post, instead of unfriending them, unfollowing them, instead of engaging in an argument through a comment thread, dear Lord, please don't let us do that anymore. But (laughs) instead of doing that, or instead of trying to say, you know what, I'm going to post the opposite information because they'll read it eventually in their their thread or whatever. Instead of doing any of that, what it says is I go, man... (laughs) <laughs> that's upsetting. What do they need from me though? Yeah. How can mm-hmm. I support them right now? How what can I, how can need? I love them? Yeah. How can I be gentle towards them? Yeah. What's the underlying need for the reason to post that? Yeah. yeah. Are you feeling insecure? Are yeah. you feeling afraid? Are they feeling? That's a lot of it, man. Yeah. I think that's, I think so, that's so. a nail, like nailed it. That sounds like they're really afraid. I yeah. bet they're, re- how can, how can I come alongside them and remind them of our confidence in Christ? How can I come alongside them and remind them that yeah. I'm in their corner? Yeah. You know, like what? Wow. See, Social media real, being a tool like that. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's real spiritual fathering. All right, guys. Well, hey, I think this has been super helpful, totally uh, practical for us on an everyday basis. Everyone's struggling with these, and we're just trying to find our way in the dark. I'm Pastor Mike. Pastor Clint. Pastor Grant, follow me on social media. We're so excited (laughs) to be here with you. We will see you again next week. All right. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the podcast. We hope to see you this weekend at a Grace campus near you. Get all the details and more resources at discovergrace.com.